everybody. Happy Monday and welcome to the Donna and Steve show on my talk. 1071 everything entertainment without Steve. He's on vacation for one more day. Brittany's here. Get the app. Woo. Get the app. Get the app or get out of my life. Get right. DJ Rock Lobster is also here. Yeah, Dawn's on vacation too. Oh my gosh. For all the nine o'clock Dawn fans. It's summertime. This is what happens. Um, we have to talk to Brittany because it was a very special morning for you today, wasn't it? It was an emotional roller coaster this morning. So today I said goodbye to my seven Swifties, my seven foster puppies. I dropped them off at the vet and I thought I was going to be fine. And I, and I may or may not have lost it in a public scenario. Aww. It's fine. And I, you know what really hit me? It was felt bad for uh, you, Donna, because you walked in. My brother, who is not exactly always like emotionally checking in, but sure. he's, he's a big time dog lover. My brother, Jordan, he's two years older than me. He calls in and he's like, how you do it? And when somebody like that asks you, it was like, you know that just oh, oh yeah and Brittany. so but you know what it's so they are it's it's hard because i know they're going i've picked most of their homes there's three still available online at secondhandhounds.org but i know they're going to amazing homes and i know that like i'm not crazy mm-hmm. i know i can't give seven dogs but you look at their faces and i was there for the first <laughs> second they entered this world you're their person and right now, and you just just knowing you m- might never see them again, you'll never really know what's going to happen <laughs> to them. And they have all their trust in you. And you just it's just like that. Like, I oh, hope Rachel, I- <laughs> you're going to make me cry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I told myself I was going to be oh. really normal. You just hope you made the right decisions. And, and I'm, I, I have did. no idea what it's like to be a parent. And this is the closest I've I ever know. gotten. And <laughs> their little faces in the. Saying goodbye to them was just a little much, a little much <laughs> for a Monday morning. So, Steve, why are you come back? Oh, so, thank you for being here because that no, is that is was, really tough. No, and and it's honestly so amazing, and I would highly recommend it. It was an amazing experience, and um, luckily I kept all the poop in the basement. I didn't <laughs> clean it up before I left because if I'm emotional when I get home, I can go. No, this is why they're out of your life. Boom. So, um, yeah, they it. it it, it's a, it was a really cool experience. Can I ask you what is so you're leaving them with the vet and then from the vet do they go back to the rescue to be so put with their forever homes? I'm so lucky uh they for the four of them that you got adopted out. They're going to attempt foster uh they're splitting up in 4 and 3 because they'll have little um you know with their incisions they're getting uh, neutered and spayed. Yep. So there, uh, four of them are going to my friend Lynn. Well, they're all temp fosters, Lindsay, and then three are going to Devin, and then from there they'll go from their forever home. So they could go to their forever homes as soon as like tomorrow. Sure. Okay. Um, oh. And and it, that's amazing that you put all that work in. It's probably the most I've ever <clears throat> committed myself ever, including my marriage. Because <laughs> it was no. consistent work, right? Yes. It wasn't like let's do this fun thing for a weekend. It was nine weeks. Of work. It's almost a full time job. It, if I mean, there was times it felt so amazing, and there was times it felt like so much work. But these seven beautiful puppies, I look at them and they're like, "Oh my god, they're perfect!" Like, <laughs> and I'm like, a shocked because there were so many times I would like kind of drop them. <laughs> Not oh. so many times, but like you know, moments where I was like worried about them eating enough, worried about the this and that. Yeah. And now I look at them and they're these chonky little yeah, happy babies, and they love people. And I'm like, Aww. okay. 
You did good. I did you one did good. decent thing. Oh, so they, that's thank you for doing. No, thank you did and what you do. Thank you for yeah letting uh, me cry in public. Oh my I, god, no, I do it all the time. The perfect. first time I fostered a dog and got her adopted out, I had had her for at least a month, maybe a month and a half, and I dropped her off. And as I was leaving, and she was like a big white lab yeah yellow lab i guess um so i'm leaving and i'm trying to leave on the down low yeah so she doesn't you know get stressed but then she saw me of course she did and she was outside in the yard and started tapping on the glass like don't leave and i left and i was like i pulled into like a bed bath and beyond you know yeah parking parking lot and i sat there and howled like just sobbing so it's just you feel like you know in your heart you're doing the right thing but in the moment it just feels so awful like abandonment absolutely because you wish the the hardest part and this is so stupid i know this is dumb i wish we we need to work on figuring out how to communicate with it i know (laughs) because i just want to tell them like this is our goodbye, but I promise it's for the best reason. <laughs> yes. Um, and also, I think we also have to normalize crying in parking lots. Like, if you see somebody... And on the radio. Yeah, okay, totally. <laughs> but if you see somebody parked in a parking lot, and they're just oh, weeping, yeah, it's like, that's where we do it, right? Like, it's, yeah. it's better than driving and crying, because I did the same thing. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. I went to some, br- I went to some brewery idea. that somebody was obviously doing some work on near... And I could just say, see, the guy was like, if I was stopping for them, and I was like, don't come near the car. Don't come near the car. I have a body in the car. I lying. I'm crying really hard. I know. So, yeah, it was. Oh, well, that you, I'm so proud of you. That's so wonderful what you've done. Thanks for, yeah, thanks for, I've talked to you many times about it because this is my first, uh, like, well, this is my first foster, but this is my first well-being. So it was just. Oh, what about mama? Mama right now is at a temp foster while I go out of town. And then I will take Taylor Swift back and we're going to work on her being a dog before she gets adopted. Nice. And she she slept in a bed for the first time because we got to get her out of the basement. So she slept on a bed with her temp foster. They sent me pics. And so it all, yeah. It all worked out. High highs, low lows. And you know what? And then I show up here and you guys give me a mic and I'm so sorry. No, this is great. People need to know that this is something that they can do as well. Yes. yes, You know, you can like just get these dogs ready to be adopted and so they can, you know, be socialized. And, and you know, you don't have to do seven babies and a mom. You can, <laughs> you can go, do one. You, you can do one. And you, as Donna, you're saying, I mean, one is so impactful. And, it is. And emotional. And you feel so good about it. You do. And I did stalk the person for a while. <laughs> I, okay, so full disclosure, after I adopted her out, I would make sure I took the way home that was not on the way home and passed the house every day. And and I would just creep to see if I could get a glimpse of her being walked by her new owner. Like you just want that hallmarky moment. I'd look like, for her in the window and be like, where is she? And you know what? That's where like you need. It's a really good. You have a nondescript car. Like you don't have some crazy totally. car. because Like a van, <laughs> a white van, no windows. <laughs> and and your situation sucks too because the people don't have social media uh, and you can't follow right. them. Like some of mine are I no can email still address, nothing. No, they literally are like <laughs> they're off living the off the grid, grid. <laughs> which is like great for dogs, right? You know that they're not going to be like 
scrolling, though. <laughs> totally. But, yeah. Well, I've got like a drone flying over <laughs> there. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, you you're uh, you're going to be taking off tomorrow because you're going to go watch the Olympics in Montana with your family. Your memories and yes, absolutely. yes, because your cousin is she, on the swim team. She swam last night. How'd she do? She lost. No. I know. Well, she didn't lose. That's a total wrong word. She got a silver medal medal in the Olympics. Okay, she medaled. But it was really awesome. So she swam against this amazing girl from Australia who had been training and literally like follows Katie's career and is inspired her and all this stuff. So she lost to, uh, I, I think her last name was, uh, I forget. It was. Um, What's your. Titmus. T-I-T-M-U-S uh, from Australia. Oh. And it was a really inspiring story. And to be honest, like I, I Katie's, uh, it was really fun to watch her. And he, it sounds really weird, but it was even one fun to watch her lose because she rarely has competition. So to have it be neck and neck at the end was... It's really exciting. So exciting. What's but her name again? Katie Ledecky. Katie Ledecky. Yes. Wow, that sounds like really Olympic-y. I know. And so she's got... <laughs> on Tuesday night, you're going to watch her do the 1500 Whoa. and the 200 all in one night. So that's going to be very exciting. Katie Ledecky. And we'll go through the uh, medal count. Yeah. How about coming up around 10.15 this morning? But when we come right back on the Donna and Steve show featuring Brittany today, I have a bunch of fun facts. Like Hawaii, I thought this was really interesting, has banned all forms of this type of advertising since 1927. I will tell you what that's all about when we come right back on my talk. Hey, big shout out to our friends at Chill Boys for sponsoring our podcast. Yes, Chill Boys is local. They make really comfortable and cooling men's underwear. The fabric is breathable and flexible because it's made from bamboo with a little smidge of spandex. And you could get a great deal right now on your first purchase. Yeah, you go to chillboys.com and then use the promo code MYTALK when you're there. What will await you besides a great deal? How about the most comfortable fabric that you will ever put over your nether regions? You need to believe me when I tell you that because it's true. I've tried all sorts of different kinds, including some really big names out there that say we have the most comfortable. Nay, said the horse, you do not. The Chill Boys are so comfortable. They're made of this bamboo fabric, which is just like made up of cumulonimbus clouds. It feels so good. (laughs) It is so cool. And my groin has been super happy with me ever since I made the switch. Good to know. Great for biking, (laughs) hiking, fishing, working out. No wedgies, no chafing, no odor. You guys, you got to try these. Go to chillboys.com. Don't forget to use that promo code MYTALK. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Hello, good morning. Welcome back, you guys. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Steve is out. He'll be back tomorrow. Brittany's here. Rocco's here. Yeah. yeah. We choo, got choo, choo, choo. some fun facts to share with you. Things that make you go. Things that make you go. Things that make Okay, though. Um, okay, so Hawaii. I thought this was really interesting. They banned virtually all billboards in the state since 1927. So if you've been to Hawaii, you may have noticed there are no billboards. You probably haven't. It's one of those things that like one time I was talking to somebody, um, an army friend, and I'd known him for a long time and he didn't have um, eyelashes. And I didn't notice because sometimes if something is fully gone, you don't notice. Yeah. Or you might go, there's something about that person that I just can't figure yeah. out what it is. And so That's maybe interesting. We should ask Jason because he was just there. 
Except hearing about his vacation makes me irate. Yeah, me too. Amazing. It really does. And I don't want to hear about it either. Me neither. Get out of here. Get out of here, Jason, and your vacations. Think you're so cool, Jace? You are. You are really cool. (laughs) You really are. Actually, we're so jealous. Oh, my gosh. All right, listen to this. So, Mm. um, comedian Jackie Mason just uh, passed away at the age of, I think, 93. And coincidentally, I have a fun fact about him today. Apparently, Frank Sinatra hired thugs to beat him up for making fun of him for marrying (laughs) Mia Farrow, who is 30 years younger. And after Jackie Mason had his face wired back together, he kept making jokes. Like he would say, Frank Sinatra saved my life one night. He said, boys, that's enough. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. Right? Like, Are we sure this really happened? I don't know. Maybe it was like an urban legend and he just know. went with it. That's he could have just leaned into it, kind of like on Hacks. They talk about it. This this the main uh, you know comedian who's yep. like the Joan Rivers esque, yeah, saying how for the longest time a big part of her jokes are burning her husband's house down. Yes, and then in the end you find out something that she just leaned into. Right. Um. That would be that's that's brave on different levels. Could you imagine if back in that day we had like social media, like right. the level? Oh God! Like hitting nothing would be secret, and that's why like it's it's there's like a freedom without social media, and there's also uh, a little bit too much freedom. Well, if you think about cancel culture, mm-hmm. and you, I mean, think about things you did when you were like thirteen or fourteen. That if there were social media, there's video of it. Yeah, you'd be done today. I'd, I'd be, yeah. For, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm sure there's lots of stuff in my pack. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factors Delicious, ready to eat meals. You know, I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never frozen meals that are chef crafted, dietitian approved, and get this all ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash DS50 and use code DS50 to get 50% off. That's code DS50 at factormeals.com slash DS50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You know, that's Why? like... Give us a list. <laughs> okay, let me start with... You know, you just, you you learn, you live and you learn. Yeah. And it's too as bad. As time goes on. Yeah. It's too bad some of that you don't, it's not, you know, and it's the combo, right? Like some is so good it's in the light and some it's like, yeah, yeah. that doesn't need to be in the light. Totes. Of gay. 
<laughs> what did you just like say? the light of day? But I got oh, you said of day. <laughs> of day. All right, I got more fun facts. Um, more fun facts. Instant coffee was invented by a guy named George Washington. He came to America from Belgium in the late 1800s and just started manufacturing instant coffee in 1910. That's the guy we need to beat up. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. We need I to was hire thugs. Just going to ask you. There are people in my life that swear by instant no. coffee, and those are the people who cannot be trusted. Agreed. Uh, like there is one instant coffee that I like, but I don't even consider it like wake me up coffee. Yeah, and that is international. <laughs> is it international <laughs> foods? They used to come in that little rectangular metal box. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Is that the one that Chris Farley did the commercial for and like loses his mind angry Probably. when they tell him it's not actually coffee, it's like something else, and he's like, "What?" and they like have to cut away. Wait, I want to give you the really good one. International Foods, uh, they're the ones that they're like, Jean-Luc, remember mm. those commercials? Mm. Oh, General, now it's coming up as Maxwell House. I General well, Foods International. I've only had, uh, like, there are people in my life who've tried to serve me instant coffee, and I will not have it, because the only time I've ever had instant coffee is in situations where we don't have running water. Right. And Like when you were overseas. When I was yes. deployed, instant yeah. coffee. And a lot of times, we didn't even have, uh, like, where we'd just chew it. We'd do this, like, weird challenge before we'd go on a convoy where you'd chew on it. And so I'd associate it with the worst things, and not the worst things, but not so great moments in my life. It's kind of like why I don't like Sprite. I've only drink Sprite when I'm sick. Interesting. Is it though? Not really. <laughs> Good. <laughs> not- I did. I did find an old international foods. Uh, or this mm. is. I think this is one. Let's oh, see the French vanilla is really oh. good. Swiss mocha. <laughs> so this is two women sitting on like a veranda. Mm. This is the Jean Luc. This one. is like 1980. This brings back memories. Oh. <laughs> oh, these are great. What's this remind you? It's coffee. Mm, tastes like vanilla, huh? Senior trip. Paris. That cafe! Yeah. Rich, creamy tasting coffee with a hint of vanilla flavor. <laughs> French vanilla cafe. Wait, so Jean-Luc. I love this coffee. From General Foods International Coffees. I loved that waiter. Jean-Luc. Oh, Donna nailed it. <laughs> yes, I love this stuff. General Foods International Coffees, Cafe Vin- uh, Vienna, and Swiss Mocha. Delicious. A part of me thinks they could do a whole reality show of like what went down with Jean-Luc. Or not reality <laughs> totally. show, but like, like um, limited series. Yep, a deep dive into Jean-Luc. Mm. Mm, it was like a one-night stand. And he branded them or something really <laughs> extreme. <laughs> he branded them. But they love it. Now he's on trial. They love it, though. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Britney started a show about two years too late. Uh, We'll get to that. I watched (laughs) the first episode of Ted Lasso season two last night. Tell you about that and more coming up next on My Talk. It's easy to bail on a workout, but it's hard to bail on a friend. That's why I like the idea of a workout buddy. Somebody that can keep you accountable, push you a little bit to lift more, run a little bit faster, or try a new exercise. Right now, The Y is offering $10 enrollment with no dues until August if you join by June 30th. So you and a friend can sweat, stretch, strengthen, and yes, you can save together too. Join now at YMCANorth.org. 
And we're back. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Uh, Brittany's filling in for Steve for one more day. What? What? In your face, world. Yeah, take that. Take that, all the haters that said I don't, I have a speech impediment. I still kind of do. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> You're so weird. Take that. I couldn't oh, read it. until third grade. No big whoop. Yeah, let's do this show. Say more about that. No, no, we're not here to vent. We're here to talk (laughs) about... I watched Ted Lasso, uh, season two, episode one. Again, it's a nice show. You're not on board. You're not on the Ted Lasso train. I'm trying to be because then I get FOMO if I'm like, Mm -hmm. don't watch what everybody else is watching. Rocco, are you, did you watch it? We, I'm not into season two yet, no, but we liked it. And again, yeah, you're right. It's kind of light and fluffy and that's kind of what we needed during pandemic. And, uh, I'm looking forward to see where it goes. I mean, who doesn't like Jason Sudeikis? Yeah, he's, he's delightful. His character, Ted Lasso is delightful. You know, he's just like forever optimistic and has lots of like, fun is he midwestern i don't know where yeah, i think he's, he's he'd given up like a football job like in kansas yeah so he's typical like everything's gonna be okay guys hey put a smile on your face and he kills with kindness like there's a lot of haters yes. in the game yes and he shows up and he smiles and i have like four working relationships that i am trying to use the same tactic it's not working yet really but i'm gonna ted lasso it um do it and it, but the scene in season one where he's playing darts against yeah. the the CEO's ex husband oh, yeah. who's a monster. Yes, that monster. scene is so good. And if you're in a good mood and you watch it, you get those like happy little goosebumpies, like at the end of a, a movie about kids playing sports. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got a lot of that, and there is some there is some like yang to his yin. Mm-hmm. Because there are so many other like crabby people, uh, yeah, uh, and uh, just sarcastic I'm people. English and angry. Yes, and nothing is funny. Yes, or if it is funny, I'll just say that's very funny. I find that to be humorous. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> but it's okay. I mean, I'm not like dying for the next episode to see what happens. You know it's what I mean? It's not like a cliffhangery. No, it's just kind of a. Derp de derp de derp de derp. Here's a story, and it's 25 minutes long, and now it's over. But don't you think everybody needs a half hour light show to just to have in their bank? You know. Yes, I do. Like you can watch Breaking Bad or Dexter <laughs> and have stress for an hour, but then you sort of need like a fluffy one. Donna's all Breaking Bad, all <laughs> drama, drama. I didn't even think that was that like great. Murder Durder was great, uh, which you just started. I'm embarrassed. I don't even want to tell you. So we finally, I was like, "Listen, Justin," I like slapped my husband in the face. In love, he was. He <laughs> wanted me to. We talked about it. Consent, and I said, "Listen." We're putting our phones down. I'm going to bring a puppy upstairs and we're going to watch Murder Durder. Yes. And he was like, first off, he he kept thinking it was mayor, which was like what I kept calling it. Like mayor, M-A-Y-O-R. Yeah. And he's like, where's the mayor? And I was like, no, it's her name. Shut up. So we watched it. First epi of mayor. There's this thing that everyone's been talking about for two months. Shows you how long it takes me to give into peer pressure. And it is as good 
as everyone says. And I know they're yeah, like, so first good. episode doesn't hit, but it hits because there's so many intricate relationships in that small town. Yep. And that's what makes it. And anybody who grew up in a small town gets how it's such a community, mm-hmm. you know, and everyone knows everyone and is related yeah. to everyone and hanging out with their cousins. And yeah, it's, I think for the performances alone, it's worth watching of the two main women. Totally. I think. And I'm going to say this right now. <clears throat> if I watch another small town kind of murder mystery where the head person doesn't have a realistic body, I'm not into it. Because there was a part of me that was like, you know what? She has the kind of, because as somebody. She looks normal. She looks normal. And it's not like, you know, Renee Zellweger showing up and being like, I am going to investigate a crime. Or J-Lo also, you know, you're like, okay. And wearing things that are cut perfectly and like to their figure or whatever. And I'm not saying Caitlin looks bad. She has a normal, amazing body. Yep. And I'm like, this is the level that I need to be stay at. Same, because you actually feel like you can relate to her to some degree. And I think there was a scene that she talked about where... I think it was a sex scene. Like the first, when she hooks up with the guy in the bar. Yes. In the first episode. And they said, you know, we're going to fix that because your belly was sticking out a little bit. And she was like, don't you dare touch it. I love that. This is like real. This is what life is like. If it wasn't because of that scene, if it wasn't just a pure murder movie, I would have tried to open mouth kiss my husband. Because I was like, that's a real body (laughs) straddling a real stranger. And I'm really into it. But then there was all that, you know murder right so i was like that whole thing let's just go our separate ways for bedtime (laughs) yeah it's kind of hard to get sexy during but not yeah rocco you said hard but not impossible (laughs) not impossible (laughs) and you watched the whole thing rocco yep i enjoyed it a lot yeah it was really good real good um okay can we talk about kyle richards right yes (laughs) poor thing did you see the video oh yeah oh poor Poor thing. Kyle. She's allergic to bees. Kyle Richards is from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And I don't know. She was out in her yard. Yeah. And she had a run in with Mother Nature. Uh, She ended up getting stung by a bunch of bees at her house, which ended up sending her to the hospital. But she released the video. Yeah. Of her. I know. Like the watching the dogs also oh. in the video, she's she ends up jumping in the pool because the bees were getting in her hair, and she's got a lot of hair, probably extensions, yes, included. And that was pretty smart of her to jump in the pool. Absolutely, definitely. That's what I would always do, and I wouldn't come back up and I, I'd like try to peek through the water and be like, ah, it's still there. It it's it is. She's already somebody who has a lot of anxiety, and so yes, you know, there's people in your life where you're like, actually. You deserve, like, that's uh, an appropriate amount of fear you have in your life. Yeah. Because people that have bee allergies, oh, my goodness. Like, And she didn't have her EpiPen with her. Like, you don't just, I guess you don't just walk around with it unless you're camping or something. I don't know if it fits in her burkin. Just kidding. Right. Um, But, you know, like, of course you don't. I'm sure there's a complacency aspect, right? Like, I mean, with anybody. Yeah, you don't always have your inhaler, you know, in your pocket. It might be in the house when you're outside. Um, So that's what happened. She couldn't get it to work. And so she ended up being rescued um, by the local fire department. They bolted to the scene when 911 was eventually called. And um, 
she gave them a nice shout out the next day, like took a picture with them. Well, she's doing well. But yeah, that was an intense video. I'm, oh. oh my gosh. And I get, and I'll link it up for everybody at mytalk1071.com. I was at the cabin this weekend and all these bees <gasps> were coming from, like I have a log. It's not a log, but it's kind of just part of the landscaping. But the ground area, right? Yep. And they're going in the ground and they're coming out as quick as they're going in. And it's just like, and I'm like, okay, I'm calling the bug people. And there's hives everywhere, but that doesn't even freak me out as much as those freaking horse flies that follow you. They just get a scent of you and And they're like, guess what? I'm following you all the way down the street. And they chomp you. And they're like, and I'm like, so I'm like, you know, if anyone just saw a video of me without sound or context, they'd be like, what is happening to that woman right now? But in general, like not just with horses, like you're somebody who like... (laughs) I watch your face sometimes. I'm like, what is her? What's her deal? Um, I am a little overly expressive. I do think that floor bees are the worst bees. Why? Like, what's their deal? Listen, I'm not a bee expert. But people come to me for bee <laughs> knowledge. <laughs> uh, but I have my dogs. And maybe it's just because I've had more run-ins with them. I throw the ball for my dogs a lot. And one time it, they ran in with a bunch of floor bees is what I call them. My, my mom did ground bees. Ground bees? Floor, no, they're floor bees. It's, okay, floor bees. They're floor bees. Not to and, be confused with the flow bees. These, no. are, these are floor bees. <laughs> no, these are floor bees. Um, they got actually my dog, they got I, at one point in my dog Izzy, I had to pull them out because a bunch, like three, had stung her and then stuck in there. The bee actually stuck in there or the stinger? Yes, the bee. And I'm not making this up. I was freaking out, pulling out. There was three bees that were stuck in Izzy. And they say sometimes when their their hide is really thick, they'll get stuck. And so I had to pull them out. And they look like, um, I'm not trying to be dramatic, but murder wasps. Uh, so floor bees, watch out for them. Shout out to me if that helped you save your life. Yeah. Okay, thanks. I, I've gotten stung by those before. When mowing my lawn, I'm like, why yeah. are they all going into the grass? Yeah, that's not. What a, is that? They live a real life. They really live a real gangsta life. Living in the floor is not easy. Definitely watch feel out. Feel bad. They're not honeybees, so don't feel bad <laughs> about like. Is there a rap song about floor bees, gangsta floor? What did you say? <laughs> They live in the gangster lifestyle. Yeah, they live in that like, I don't need to make a hive. I can live on the floor slash ground slash log slash hole. <laughs> hole bees? Is uh, that better? No, I like flow bees. I like floor bees. Because I'm not trying to say that they couldn't be in your home. Watch out, floor bees. <sighs> Nothing's worse than floor snakes, so let's just say that. Okay, Brittany. Now... I, now you're gonna yeah. That's but she's all never I gonna think use about. a floor again. You guys, I saw a video on <laughs> no! the World Wide Web. This guy who owns a snake, and the way he gets rid of the rats in his walls is he puts his snake in the walls, and then it comes out eventually. Okay, I was like, first off, what? So many layers. But you're welcome. I thought I'd give you that before I live my life. I do have an email here. Yeah. Pertaining to you? Oh, no. I'm sorry. Listening to Brittany about her foster pups. I got my rescue at eight weeks from uh, the foster mom. I tried to send her an email and pictures once a year in my rescue's birthday. Aww. Thanks for telling us the foster mom side. Oh, I will continue to send updates. 
<clears throat> knowing oh. that they're appreciated. That's awesome. That's epic. And Thanks, I, Michelle. I did get a text from my friend Donnie, who works at Secondhand Hounds, and it's like, hey, do remind people that it is an amazing experience. It's it is. not just oh. crying. And I go, okay, no, yeah. it's all good. It's it's, it's like um, good crying. It's a good crying. And it was, yeah. It's it's you, like sending your kid to college. Yeah, you know, same thing. crying. Yeah, exactly. Same exact thing. I mean, if parents but call in and get mad. completely different. <laughs> I always get in trouble by going, it's just like raising a child. No. But no, secondhand hounds, definitely think about fostering. We need a lot of fosters. Yeah. Um, so and, it is a great experience. And the, that lady who sent the email, uh, Michelle. Michelle. Yes. Keep sending updates because I just, bet that yeah. Means just so you know, everything. it is hard, you know, to let them go and just to know that they're thriving means yeah. everything. Yeah, so, that's awesome. There you go. All right. I don't know. What do you want to do? I want. You to, I want to eventually see something and say something, but right now I want to get out of here. All right, but don't go too far. Uh, when we come back, there is a girl with a puffy, uh, a very rare puffy chip that someone is offering to buy for a lot of money. And then Brittany has a story about a reporter who was caught doing something very unethical. We'll discuss those two stories coming up next on My Talk. Hey! Hey! Welcome back, everybody. Everybody say hey. Hey! It's Donna and Brittany filling in for Steve today. Yeah, Steve's... Come back tomorrow, though, because I'm not showing up. Right? And then I'm a guest on Steve's... Well, I'm not a guest. I'm co-hosting <gasps> with Steve on Twin Cities Live tomorrow. That's exciting. What, what, what are you going to wear? What are I you gonna, don't know. Don't stress me out. You wanna, I'll let you have this outfit. Okay. Okay. It's not great. Um, what <laughs> Do you know? Do you already have to learn things in advance about it, or do you show up and learn the script then? Um, no, I just show up. <gasps> Sometimes they make me sh- like what? <laughs> bring stuff with me to talk about, like from my home life. I'm like, mm. what are you going to talk about? The cheese that you brought in tinfoil, like your do-it-yourself breakfast. <laughs> I, I should take a picture of how it's pathetic this is. So it is such. <laughs> I looked at Brittany and I go, "This is going to happen whether <laughs> you approve it or not." I have a hard-boiled egg and a slice of cheese, <laughs> a slice of like. Swiss cheese that was in tinfoil. And I'm like, is this my future? Ooh, tinfoil cheese. That's good. Yes, because it's, you know, it's got theories. It's got, it's got a little melty in theories. <laughs> that is really sad. It's, I mean, I'm doing pretty well. Why are, am I eating this? Are you? <laughs> That's a breakfast of somebody who's right about to have a breakdown. Like, <laughs> we should. Are you? Are you okay? I'm you know, I saw something and I said something, so. There you go. That's part one. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. All right, I'm going to go first. Okay. Okay, remember when people would get all sorts of attention for discovering foods that were shaped like Jesus mm-hmm. or man parts? Yeah. Um, or Jesus' man parts. <laughs> no! Rocco, too far. No, I bet they're super holy and perfect. <laughs> well, now you can cash in just by finding a minor manufacturing defect. There's a 13-year-old girl in Australia named Riley Stewart, and she was eating Doritos last week. And she came across a puffy chip, which isn't that different from those, like, 3D Doritos. 
Okay. So she posted it on TikTok and asked people if she should eat it or try to sell it. And she listed it on eBay and supposedly had offers up to $100,000. But then the auction got shut down. And that is when Doritos stepped in. They offered her. Oh, I thought that was my cue. Sorry. No, not yet. They (laughs) offered her $20,000 for the chip. What? Um, And not because they want to investigate it. Uh, or anything like that. It's just a, a chip that has a big pocket of air inside, and they just saw an opportunity to turn it into a marketing thing. And um, they said that they were so impressed with her boldness and entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah, I said it. You nailed it, Woo! too. Radio star. Yeah, thank you. So they wanted to make sure that the family was rewarded for their creativity and for their love of Doritos. Uh, here she is talking about it. And then I was about to eat it. And I thought, I might just save it for later. And I saw $10,000. I was like, screamed. Dad is saying that since he bought the packet, it's his chip. But I ate the packet and found it. So I believe it is mine. (laughs) She's our favorite daughter now. (laughs) They're adorable. (laughs) They're really cute. And it's hard to talk crap, but not impossible. What what does the dad shave his face with in Australia? (laughs) Oh, rise up lights. Yeah. Rise up lights. <laughs> rise up lights. <laughs> oh, okay, good. so now we're getting rewarded for not eating our random food. Like, that would be something I would... All right, I'm not going to eat this egg. It does look pretty puffy. Puffy. Oh, no, puffy <laughs> It's egg. puffy. Who do I get on the line? The egg council? Like, there's a part of me... Okay, I'm I, putting this up on eBay right now. I have been very excited to get a fluffy chip because it really holds a lot of dip. And hold yes. a lot of things. But I am I missing the part of my brain that should be trying to make money? Because I would not think about that. Yes. Okay. Yeah, obviously I'm in radio. Yeah. So there's you are. That. I mean, what are we doing? I don't know. We should be like going through bags of chips right now. Like Instead, you, we're doing this Donna, schmucky you, work. You are a radio legend. Yeah, no, like, you are. You're a big deal. And like you're the only person my husband's ever heard of that I'm with and has like <laughs> lost his mind about it. Shut up. Uh and I'm watching this legend eat the most embarrassing breakfast. And I wow. go, is this my future? And that's where the bleakness <laughs> sets in. And I'm worried for myself. <laughs> Hashtag goals, question mark? Uh, compliment accepted. You're welcome. Period. Speaking of just journalism at its peak, we have this German TV reporter. And she was reporting on the, um, there has been these terrible, terrible floods in Germany. They've actually They'd say that at least at this point, 128 people have died in these terrible, terrible floods. And it devastated a town this week. And so the, this German TV reporter showed up. Her name is Susanna Olin. And Susanna showed up to do a report from the scene. Oh, the no. only problem is she was caught grabbing mud nope. from the scene before nope. she jumped on air. Nope, can't and- fake the news. Covered it all over herself. So then when she reported, she was talking about how she's also helping uh, doing flood devastation relief. And unfortunately for her, somebody caught her on their own little little cellular device Mm -hmm. doing this and then matched it up, threw it on Twitter, put it with her report of her walking around claiming that she's done all this help. Oh, no, that's terrible. She should be fired. And she is fired. They put out a little thing saying that she had to be fired. Her journalistic integrity has has been been compromised. compromised.
Yeah. Have you ever seen broadcast news with Holly Hunter? Probably back in the day I did, yeah. It's one of my favorite movies ever. There is there is a scene in that movie that is kind of doing the same thing. Faking, you know, faking a reaction. Mm-hmm. And it is like just the crux of this producer and her relationship with this guy who she now loses all this respect for, for faking it. And great movie. Highly recommend. Yeah. Check it out. It's called Broadcast News. Yep. William Hurt is in it. Um, James uh, L. Brooks is in it. Hilarious role, by the way. She's in it. Joan Cusack is in it. You'd really like it. It sounds good. I'm not going to lie. When you first asked us that, I thought you were just asking, like, have we seen Oh, the news. news. Yeah. So <laughs> like, I got really broadcast cr- news. You know, like, like, on not streaming <laughs> news, but broadcast news. I was like, yeah, of course. Oh, Can you elaborate? Such a millennial reaction. <laughs> oh, no. You, now we're ageism on no, the show? No, I just think I just, you know, sometimes you just need to know your audience. That's no. all I'm saying. Were you going to say know my role and tell me to get back <laughs> Out of the studio? No. Not at all. Okay. Listen, I got to go. Got me too. All right. No, you stay. Okay. I guess I should stay too. Hey, uh, remember that country artist Morgan Wallen and uh, the whole controversy that was caught on film, him uh, using a racial slur? Yeah. And then he went away for a while. Well, he did an interview with GMA. I believe it was on Friday. And we've got a little bit of what he had to say.